is Havla Cunnington, and you're listening to the Havla Cunnington Podcast. Well, hello, my friends. It's been a long time. I know. I feel like we are one of those friends that are sitting down for coffee, and we haven't seen each other in months. And I just want to look at you in the face and say, okay, so what's been going on? I got lots that's been going on in my world. Uh, And it's not that I've meant to be away from you. It's purely that... Well, I have to choose to do certain things well. And in order to do them well, I have to say no to other things. That's just part of life. And there's nothing wrong with pausing things in your life to do the things that are important that are in front of you. And so that's kind of been my world. And for those of you that don't follow me via social media, you may not have known where I've been, but we've been gone a lot Uh, I think I counted six countries in the past six weeks. And most of those uh, travels have been with my full family. So all four boys. And it's crazy. Like it is crazy. And for those of you that don't know what I do, I'm a Bible teacher. I'm a moral leader. I write books and I write curriculums and Bible studies, but mostly my whole life is about helping people get to the next step in their walk with Christ because it's a journey. It's a little yes that turns into one big yes, and that takes a bunch of encouragement, a bunch of redos, a bunch of I'm doing this again, a lot of perseverance, but ultimately like James talks about in the book of the the Bible— It talks that our faith will be complete as we persevere. So that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with us if we're having to work a little hard to get where we need to go. Um, It will turn to delight. But anyway, we've been busy and we started out in the month of May in Vacaville, California and spoke at a women's conference. I love women's conferences. I, I don't know if it's that I just am surrounded by boys all the time, men, but I have five men in my life. I have four sons, ages nine, eight, five, and we just had a birthday, so we have a four-year-old. So we have a lot of boy in our house. So having uh, being at a women's conference and having a bunch of women around me, it feels like my tribe, and I just soak it in. I wear the highest heels. I put my lipstick on. I get my nails done. It's just, I love it. And then we ended up going uh, to Australia, It was my first time in Australia, and I really, really loved it. Um, It was a beautiful country, and we took a boat ride um, on the Sydney Harbor and got to see a lot of that. But really, uh, just a really hungry community called Bay Spring that was there and really, really loved that community. Then came back, and two days later was speaking at the Bethel Music Conference, Heaven Come, which was pretty epic. That event was... I don't even know if the kids are still using that word, (laughs) but it was amazing. I'm so proud of Brian and Jen and the whole Bethel Music uh, ministry there. They just put on a beautiful event in LA and actually Daystar, the uh, TV network filmed it and there was, uh, so that was really cool. A lot of people saw it from around the world. Then I came back and we recorded a e-course on prophetic personalities. Uh, How do you hear God's voice uniquely to you? And having uh, ministered prophetically for over 20 years and in many, many, many different places, I found that there are four unique ways that people hear God. And uh, there's nothing wrong with you if you don't hear it like everybody else. Uh, This is really about 
being an expert in yourself and learning. So we recorded that. I've never done an e-course. I've never invited people in Reading, at least, to do a, a paid event to come in here, uh, a course. And so I'm very excited about that. We're about to launch that this fall, for those of you that have asked. And then we hopped on an airplane and we went on a, a quick family trip, only to come back three days later to fly out to Switzerland. And in Switzerland, we did a three-day moral revolution event. I love the Swiss. They are diligent in their desire for wholeness and godly sexuality. So it was a beautiful event. We went to, uh, flew into Geneva, but took a drive and met with the community there about three days. Um, my husband spoke, uh, Tiffany, who works with us, she spoke. And we just had a beautiful time. The boys were there. It was a little wild with four children, um, a few moments when we were completely out of control. And then we uh, closed out our time in Switzerland and ended up realizing that it was less, I guess it was more expensive to stay in Switzerland than it was to go to France and stay there. So we found a hotel that was outside of the city um, that had breakfast included, because you guys know big families need food that's included, um, and stayed there and then uh, took a subway into the into Paris and, and looked around there. I love the city. I love Paris. It was my first time there last year. And I, I don't know, that place is just stunning in the history. And yeah, I just, I just, this podcast is not a traveling podcast. I would give you all my favorites. Uh, but let me just say, when people serve eclairs for a dollar, you're going to be my best friend. I'm going to hang out with you. And then, um, <laughs> and then we uh, said goodbye to our family and my Hudson, who is my eight-year-old. Uh, we journeyed to Stuttgart, which is a place in Germany. And I spoke at a women's conference there at the largest church in Germany, which I did not know that until I arrived there. But beautiful community there. Um, loved my time. We had uh, Syrian refugees in the room. It was just powerful and um just love my time there and then took us about 24 hours to get home uh, for me to fly out three days later to Vegas where I took my eldest son Judah and we spoke at a conference called Dedicated with Benny and Wendy Perez which they are just quality and beautiful people incredible leaders so we had our time there so anyway like I'm giving you a play-by-play -play of my life I'm sorry it probably does not sound very exciting and you're thinking, why am I listening to a podcast of all of your travels? But maybe I just want a little grace and just so you guys know, I haven't been ignoring you. I've just been really, really busy. And, and the truth is, if we're going to travel, I like to kind of make a way where we travel in the same season. So I am kind of in that mode and our whole family gets used to it. We're used to packing and unpacking and it's just the right season. And then also... My kids have been in school all year and it's hard to pull them out. So if I can pull them out in the summer and spend some real quality time with them, man, it makes it worth it. And um, we make memories. And I don't know about you, but if you have kids, you understand this. The older they get and the more schooling that they are involved in, the more they just can't leave. So you really got to you know, provide segments of your life where you can take them away and have fun. So we had so much fun. And I was talking to somebody about this uh, on our trip, but I wanted to kind of leave you with this thought today. And that is, um, it is okay to recalibrate. And what I mean by that is, it's okay to 
do something and realize, yeah, that was great, but I'm probably not going to do that again. And I felt like there's not one specific moment I had this, but there was definitely moments in the trip and even this season where I get to this point where I want to say, I am never doing this again. I don't like this. This is too hard. Or I don't, you know, what do we do? Why didn't we process this? Why didn't we think about this? And then I realized, you know what? That's not going to help anybody because I didn't know that we were going to do it at this time. I didn't know that this was going to happen like this. So the best thing I could do in the midst of anxiety and maybe struggle and hustle and whatever it is, the best thing to do is to say, you know what? It's okay to learn. It's okay to say that worked when my kid was three, but it doesn't work when he's five. Or that worked when uh, we had this kind of place we were going to, but it doesn't work now. And I think whatever you're doing in your life right now, instead of beating yourself up by you should have known or why are you here or why are you doing it this way, it's best to say, you know what? I'm just changing direction. I'm changing the course. I learned a lot, but I'm not going to sit here and be a dead horse. I'm going to keep going on the path that I'm doing and realize that I learned. I learned um, I'm going to write it down. And I do. I'll take my phone out and I'll write a note or I'll look at my husband and say, please don't ever let me do this again. <laughs> and we will have this moment of aha. Yep. And then when I get back, I never make sudden decisions. So even if we get back and I'm like, I will never ever do that or we are never doing this or that was horrible, I can't believe. I don't reassess it at that moment. I give it a few days and then I always say, you know what, I'm gonna make some notes and when we come back around at this moment again, I will reassess it with this information but I don't make decisions when I'm exhausted, jet lagged, uh, broke or whatever it is in my life. I just am very, very diligent and I've been kind to myself. So I guess my thought for you today is where do you need to recalibrate? Recalibrate. Where do you need to say, you know, I did it. We tried it. It's not for me. It doesn't mean it's not for somebody else. It doesn't mean that I did it wrong or that there was something wrong because I practiced, but I practiced and now I know that's just not me and it's okay to move on. So wherever you are, maybe it's like the big middle of summer and you're thinking, what am I doing with my kiddos? I don't want them. I don't want to do this all summer long. Or maybe it's a job or maybe you committed to do something. Just say, you know what? I'm changing direction. I'm changing course. I'm going to write down my thoughts right now and I'm going to keep going. So I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a great summer. We are. We're having a great summer and uh, we're going to be home a whole lot more. At least the kids will be home a whole lot more just enough for them to get bored and learn to do some creative things and play. So I hope you guys are great. You guys can find me always on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, maybe a little Periscope. I need to get back into that a little bit more. But other than that, I love our catch up time. And obviously don't forget to go to truthtable.com for the newest studies that we're dropping all summer long. Have a great summer. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,